Welcome to the Moon and You podcast. My name is Susan Hart. Together, we will explore the many aspects of the female menstrual cycle and weave into the conversation aspects of the full and new moon phases that impact on our emotional and physical body. There is an ancient calling in all of us to lift our heads and acknowledge the moon. Come with us as we explore ways to anchor ourselves in her energies, bring stability to our own cycles, and learn to make the most of each week by learning what hormones govern our days. I am so grateful you are here. Welcome back to the podcast, listeners, and a big welcome to my co-anchor, friend, and astrological lover, Kerry Hurrigan. Sue. Kerry. Oh, it's so good to see you in the flesh. I know. It's so nice to be back in the studio. It's been, what, two months? Oh, too long. Too long. I know. Way too long. Too I've long, really missed you. I've yeah. really missed our interaction. And Me too. Me too. I can see your eyes. <laughs> uh, sorry, listeners. It's... It's sickening, isn't it? <laughs> but we only elbowed each other today. We didn't do any cuddling or anything, so that's okay. We're still safe. Oh, and we are 1.5 metres distant. <laughs> so no spitting across the no. No. podcast way. So, Kerry, today, full moon in Sagittarius. Well, not today, but we're talking about it today. Full moon in Sagittarius occurring on the 6th of June, 2020. And on our blog, I've got the theme of the podcast as empowering yourself through optimism, expanding your inner vision. (laughs) Well, that's what Sagittarius does, and you'll get a good idea of it too when I go through the description. Oh, lovely. You know what? Let's just dive straight in. Um, I'm keen to learn. Okay. Well, the full moon in Sagittarius is happening on the 6th of June at 15 degrees 33 minutes. And there's also a lunar eclipse that is happening at 15 degrees 42 minutes of Sagittarius. In fact, we are in eclipse season and there will be three eclipses, two lunar and one solar between the 5th of June and the 5th of July. Gosh. I know. That's not all that's happening. I know. Brace Mm. yourself. Okay. Eclipses signify change in moving forward and often comes with feelings of intensity. There's also several planets that are retrograding in June. They are Venus, Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, Pluto and Mercury. Mm. I know. The retrograde motion looks like the planet stops and moves backwards stops again to change direction and moves forward and a good analogy is when you are in traffic and you catch up to the car in the lane next to you where it appears as if the wheels are going backwards when in fact the car is moving forward so retrogrades can be seen as disruptive however it slows things down allowing us to look at things objectively and we get some distance from things that we are too close to to see from a different perspective so looking at your own birth chart you'll see what areas of your life are affected and you can get a birth chart from numerous websites i think the best one is astro.com and you can see what houses or areas of your life the planets and the new moon are transiting so in regards to mercury retrograde that is happening on the 18th of july to the 12th of july and it's all about communications so you make sure that you are clear in giving and receiving 
communication. Ensure that all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed and there will be a link in the show notes that people can see exactly what Mm. dates this is happening. So moving on to the moon, the moon is our internal world of emotions and feelings. It is our instinctive emotional reactions and responses to what makes us feel comfortable and safe. Emotional security can only come from within. I cannot stress enough how important that is to realize that because when we put our security in things or people outside of us and they leave us or are taken away, we go into a life crisis and this is often when people will seek out an astrologer. It represents the energy of the mother, the home and our main emotional needs and what fulfills us on a daily basis. It's about nurturing how well you were nurtured as a child and how you nurture others. It's intuitive and sensitive. It rules the breasts, the stomach, which is the seat of the emotions, and the female hormones. In evolutionary astrology or soul astrology, as the uh, the astrology that I follow myself, we are taught that the moon represents our ego. And when you consider how close is your emotions and your ego. Mm-hmm. So it takes me to the distortion of the moon. And it's like everything. There are always two sides to the coin. This is where uh, it is overly sensitive, emotionally self-indulgent, irrational and moody. The full moon is a phase of completion and closure or it can be the higher point of a phase changing from waxing and going into a waning or yang phase, meaning the energy is sent outwards from the centre. This is a time to continue to course correct or let go. So this brings us to the sign of Sagittarius and Sagittarius is a mutable fire sign ruled by Jupiter representing the thighs, legs and muscles in the body. Sagittarius desires adventure, freedom and exploration, always wanting to have the best experiences life has to offer, constantly wanting to explore far horizons in education, truth, travel or solutions. Highly energetic and optimistic, it approaches life with great enthusiasm. Sagittarius has a drive for expansion to stretch its mind and heart as far as it can with fire continually fueling infinite optimism and inspiration. It is very expansive as it is ruled by Jupiter with the love of nature and open spaces. Sagittarius is fun to be around, never a dull moment, very outgoing and philosophical, always looking for the higher meaning and truth. Although Sagittarius can be carefree, it can also be somewhat irresponsible in being bluntly honest and it can be brutal at times hurting others. In other words, they tell it as it is. Sagittarius is always learning, forever the student seeking our interconnectedness to the universe. It can be the teacher as the student becomes the teacher. Sagittarius is incredibly inspiring with ideas and concepts, big-hearted and generous, instilling great optimism in others. It has a wide range of interests with an unquenchable appetite for learning, loving to find the deeper meaning in things. Sagittarius natives have strong belief systems and a tendency to want to convince and convert others. Sagittarius is one of the best storytellers with a sense of fun and wit and comedians usually have a strong Sagittarian energy and they can tell a story like no other. So 
There is also the distortion of Sagittarius where it can be over the top with tendencies to be excessive. Words like overdue, overindulge, overspend, overwhelm, overeat, extravagance apply. Self-righteousness and arrogance because of the tendency to make assumptions. They can be reckless and narrow-minded, definite in their way and be opinionated about something they have no knowledge of. In other words, they're big heads. I love You can't that. tell them anything. <laughs> they are prone to exaggerate, embellish and lie. Mm. So putting those both together, we come to the full moon in Sagittarius. So the best thing to do is to see what house the full moon in Sagittarius at 15 degrees is transiting in your chart, as this will tell you what area of life will be affected. So, for example, if it is falling in your seventh house, it may be a completion of a, of a kind within a relationship as your freedom is tested. In the fourth house, which is where it is transiting in your chart too, it could be a completion phase around issues of the home or family, and it may call you to prioritise things avoiding overextending yourself. Wow. The conversation we just had prior to the podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was it. Oh, sorry, listeners. We just had a moment. That is, because oh, we, we're deciding we what did. we're going to be doing, you we know, with did. our podcast in the future and all oh, wonderful surprises coming your way, guys. <laughs> Continue. I'm oh, excited. God, your eyes were like saucers. It was wonderful. <laughs> uh, in the 10th house, it could be completion relating to career. And this could suggest you may step into a role to take more responsibility. When the Full moon in, is in Sagittarius. We can feel more optimistic than usual about our future. Our visions of what we want can get an injection of enthusiasm, seeing a way through obstacles we may have felt we couldn't get past. Because of the tendency for expansion, we can easily become overwhelmed. Sagittarius is a mutable sign and can have difficulty in focusing, so keep your eye on on your goal. Also, be aware there could be added intensity with the lunar eclipse during this full moon in Sagittarius. And that brings me to the end, Sue. Kerry, that is such fascinating information. Thank you so much. I have a couple of Sagittarian friends and yeah, they are like that. The embellishment and the storytelling. And when you would ask them, is that really true? They go, yeah, well, kind of, <laughs> you know, it did happen, but it was this expansion anyway so that's really great so moving on to week one of the female menstrual cycle in traditional folklore women would often bleed together on the new moon being in close tribal communities that does make sense to me based on research i've read around women who live together often sing together have you heard of that Kerry? oh yes have done it many times with friends of mine yep so for our ancient sisters this would be a time of quiet reflection new beginnings, offerings of contemplation and caring for each other. So in some cultures, they really honoured each other. They cared for each other and they really um, sought out to become sisters in that sort of space. And at the moment, in our culture, it's very taboo, which is sad. It is sad. Yeah. What does it mean then, having your menses on the full moon? It is completely opposite to folklore. So what does that mean for you? It is perfectly okay to have your period on the full moon. Yet I'd like to introduce some things you can do to ground yourself and to use the moon's energy to work inwards, expanding your inner vision about who you are and what your emotional and physical needs are and what you might need to address. The first day of your bleed does bring some women emotional relief 
and in many cases, associated body pain accompanies the period. If you're on the pill, however, you probably won't even know it. You won't even know that you have a period because that's what the pill. symptoms of that at all? Not a lot, no. Mm. So if you suffer both physical and emotional pain during this week, let us explore some things that you can do to help yourself. Exercise. For a lot of women, exercise is not high on the agenda. Yes, I have my hand up, but that's because I have a meniscus tear in my knee. Well, I don't <laughs> and I'm in menopause. Nice <laughs> but I can say, if you dare to try, your endorphins, which is a natural painkiller, will rise and truly support you through this week because women have pain through this week and endorphins will help. Also, if you could get like two unopened tin cans of fruit or beans or whatever, or two small dumbbells, maybe two kilos, or even one kilo if you're not used to it. And I've posted on our Facebook page an image that will show you the exercises. So you can even sit down and do them. So you can sit down and do even just upper body exercises will really help. Yes, I am doing this, Kerry, on the podcast so that people probably can't see. I'm raising my hands above the probably microphone. They can't see. Yeah. <laughs> Remember to hydrate. This week you need to hydrate with water. And also, this is a really, really good tip. Eating green leafy vegetables like organic spinach or kale and, according to thehealthline.com, 100 grams of spinach contains 1.1 times more iron than the same amount of red meat. Is that right? It is, and 2.2 times more than 100 grams of salmon. I know, so spinach would probably be one of the best things. Just steam it lightly or even eat it raw. Just, Just get it into you. Never underestimate the power of greens to make you feel happier in your gut, which then helps your emotional state, especially during this time of your menses. Because remember, there's some research out there about how gut health really helps with your emotional well-being as well. Mm. What do you reckon about that, Cass? I totally agree. I mean, they say you are what you eat, and that's exactly right. When you talk about exercise, Sue, Sagittarius rules the muscles in the body, yes. the legs, the thighs. Mm. Well, this would be the ideal week to do some exercise. Sagittarius, after all, rules the muscles if you feel like it because this week can be, you know, you're coming Look, down I from know. the last week. I know week that. Only if you feel like it. Go. Only if you feel this like it. This is a contradiction because I'm saying then do it. <laughs> Auntie Sue's telling you to do it. Auntie Kaz is saying only if you feel like it. So I'm telling you now. You're going to do it, all right? I'm just thinking how I used to feel curled up on the lounge and Nana would bring me a cup of tea with some brandy in it. (laughs) I I do know the feeling, but it would – well, that's what it means. Sit on the lounge and do it. Sit on the lounge with your your little thing on your belly and then do your upper upper arm movements. You don't have to walk. You just have to do some movement. If you're doing the right nutrition and you're exercising anyway, it might be – that time of not doing it, very minimal. Mm. But the other thing I thought of was to create a storyboard. And meditation is really, really important. Mm. And meditate on your vision or create your storyboard, your vision for the future and whatever you truly would love to have. And Sagittarius, as you heard in the description, is about thinking big. It's the expander. It expands everything. So go berserk. Be as adventurous as you want to Do you want to have a little life or do you want to have a big life? It's really up to you. But that's what I thought would be ideal for this week. But the meditation, I would 
try to start it in the first week to carry it through and make it a theme for the month. Yes, that's good advice. I like that. That's good. So the meditation on the Moon and your app is really important to download. They're only like eight minutes. So if you're not new to meditation, you can certainly go there and download it. Absolutely. Hmm. You're talking to me, aren't you? Yeah. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I was a little distracted. That's okay. (laughs) Let's, Let's move on to week two. This week is all about leveling up with hormones. So if you're in your week two in this beautiful full moon, estrogen acts everywhere in the body, including the parts of the brain that control emotion. Some of estrogen's effects include increasing serotonin and the number of serotonin receptors in the brain, modifying the production and the effects of endorphins, the feel-good chemicals in the brain. This is a great week. Mm. So according to Medical News Today, serotonin is a chemical that has a wide variety of functions in the human body. It is sometimes called the happy chemical because it contributes to well-being and happiness. And endorphins are chemicals produced by the body to relieve stress and pain. They work similarly to a class of drugs called opioids. Opioids relieve pain and can produce a feeling of euphoria. And your body does it naturally. How fabulous is that? Oh, no, it's incredible. You don't even have to pop a pill. It does it um, naturally. How? Kerry, through exercise. Absolutely. Interestingly, endorphins rise naturally as well when high amounts of estrogen is present. So unlike week one that we just spoke about, mm. where you really do have to be active to get those endorphins happening, because in week two, there is a natural high estrogen content Endorphins will naturally rise without even you having to do any exercise. So why do you need to know this or be reminded of it? Because I do bang on about this most (laughs) podcasts. So the full moon energy plus hormonal highs work hand in hand to achieve your wildest dreams. This is your week, moon lovers. Get out there, dream big and take action. Absolutely. Because nothing will happen unless you take action. Mm. Law mm. of cause and effect, actually. Yes. So the stuff that's running through our veins at the moment, the estrogen levels, plus the Sagittarius full moon mm. energy, I mean, wow. I know. And it's very optimistic and enthusiastic yes. and inspiring. Yes. So this would be the ideal work to, ideal week to fuel your future with feelings of optimism and excitement. Imagine if you had already received what you wanted yesterday. How would that feel? Mm. So this is actually the formula of manifestation. It is Mm. as old as time. And all the masters said it, they would say something along the lines of believe you have already received it and it will be yours. Mm. That's in the Bible. Um, All the masters from Thoth, who was the Egyptian god with the ibis head in Greece, he was known. Are you ready for this name? This is one of the coolest names I've ever heard. You ready? Yes. Hermes Trismegistus. Hermes Trismegistus. (laughs) Yes, the thrice great Hermes. Oh, sounds like a disease. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like something you need to scratch. Yeah. Buddha and Jesus also said it. So you feel the connectedness of what you want with your heart and uh, you feel it in your heart because that is your heart's desire, whatever that is that you want. And this is the week to do it. Oh, that's so beautiful. It is, isn't it? It really is. Thank you. I love that. We experience this. Every single one of us has experienced 
getting what we want. Mm. Every single one of us. We also get what we don't want, which is the same thing by putting your feelings and your emotions into that. So mm. why don't just reverse it and just ponder on it. Just keep it running in the back of your mm, mind. That's and you beautiful. Think, That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. I love that. So week three, forget about last week for now. If you have been following along with us for some time now, you would all know that this is a very different week, both emotionally and physically. And this is the big conundrum that women must understand the difference between week two and week three. So if your ovulation is around day 14, then the start of your week three results in a mini crash of estrogen. If you are sensitive to this hormonal drop, you will feel the brakes being put on really hard. So remember, we were high last week, and I mean high on estrogen, and this week we are slowing right down for a few days because estrogen has dropped. This drop in estrogen is perfectly natural, And once we are aware of it, your body can recover a lot quicker. Because just as you mentioned just about a couple of seconds ago, the mind is very powerful. Mm. So you can say to yourself, hey, my estrogen's dropped. That's why I'm in a shitty mood. Got it. And you can lift yourself out a lot quickly, as opposed to telling yourself a story that your partner did this or your child did this or or whatever. So after three days, your progesterone starts to rise and should remain high moving into week four. And progesterone is a beautiful hormone that brings up, you know, some beautiful things for you as well in regards to slowing down, making you feel warm and loving. So last week, I mentioned a book called Woman's Wellness Wisdom by Libby Weaver. In that book, she mentions the possibilities of eradicating PMS in the fourth week. And in order to do that, progesterone needs to remain high in this week moving forward. If estrogen becomes the dominant hormone moving into week four, then PMS is the result. So what can you do to help your body naturally maintain progesterone levels? Dr. Libby recommends supporting the health of the ovarian follicles themselves. So we're getting really deep here. Mm, It's really getting really medical now. Deep and dirty. Yes. So getting optimal amounts of the nutrients that ovaries need to correct functioning is essential. So they include things like iodine, selenium, zinc, and magnesium. Mm. So please, moon lovers, dear moon lovers, find yourself a good nutritionist, dietitian, or other food professional to support you on this journey because dietary changes need to be monitored and tailored for you specifically. So for me to say to you, oh, you need to increase your magnesium, your zinc, your selenium, your iodine, it's really nothing unless you are being supported Mm. through that or or your own research of course does that make sense Kes? absolutely it does and and you find too that the more nutrients that you put into your body the more your body craves those nutrients Mm. and not the junk yeah the sugars yes Mm. Mm. so just one thing out of that sue just to get back on to your comment of when you're in uh your mood drops that you might be wanting to tell yourself a story. Um, I would say with the Sagittarius full moon energy to plan for some fun this week mm. because it's about being, you know, being optimistic and having a happy experience and it's about humour. So be aware of what is triggering you emotionally if you do go down 
the pit and if it's stressful thinking and of course I always mention one of my favorite Sagittarians who is Byron Katie and she has a process to address that so you can find that emotional shift and I can promise you that if when you're in the height of that down time that you're feeling a bit depressed or you're feeling down that's the time you do it and you will once you feel that emotional shift the whole world opens up to you keep it in mind for next week as well and just also be aware we're going through an eclipse and that can even magnify the stress the feelings of intensity yeah yeah that's good advice thank you carrie so moving on to week four, let us imagine you have yet to implement your new dietary changes and your new dietary changes, you know, will stabilize progesterone and PMS shows its ugly head this week. So just imagine that that's never happened and PMS is here. This can be caused by, as I said before, too much estrogen, not enough progesterone, inflammation or deficiency in magnesium. Again, I rely heavily on the sound professional advice from my Bible, Women's Wellness Wisdom. <laughs> I will get another book soon, but I want to exhaust that book first and then we'll move on to another book. So too much estrogen, question mark. That's what I have on my notes. What happens then? Dr. Libby would, would say you need to support your liver by looking into herbal medicine containing broccoli sprouts, turmeric and dandelion. Oh, truly. Yeah. And if you don't have enough progesterone, question mark, ovarian and adrenaline support, such as herbal medicine containing licorice, paoenia, and I don't know whether I've pronounced that correctly, but it's spelled P-A-E-O-N-I-A, iodine and selenium. And if you have no progesterone whatsoever, if you've discovered that, well, this is something that you do need to be addressed by a medical professional to diagnose mm-hmm. and then assess your treatment plan to increase your levels. It might be that you have a combination of holistic medical treatments as well. So whatever your decision is, you need to ensure you gather all your options and get to the bottom of your PMS. So wouldn't it be nice to live without it? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is an avenue that you can actually go, okay, maybe my progesterone levels are right out of whack. And what can I do about that? Because if if you are under a tremendous amount of stress, physical and emotional stress, then that could be causing a lot of havoc mm. moving into week three and week four, and that's why your estrogen is higher than progesterone. I mean, this is a fascinating new discovery that I've had, mm. and I am keen to hear from you, moon lovers, what you think. What is this something that you can discover for yourself? So go for it. Get yourself blood tested and, and find out. Because we could eradicate this. Oh, yes. Oh, jeez, I wished I'd have known about it when I was younger. Well, mm. just with your, the, the comment on the, the natural remedies that you're suggesting, that Dr. Libby's suggesting, you know, Hippocrates, he said, he was the father of medicine, oh, and he, he used yes. to say, let food be thy medicine and mm. medicine be thy food. Bingo. D- didn't he? Yes. So with the fourth week, Sue, um, with the PMS, I thought that it would be, a well, the best week to get some exercise to burn off that irritability and tension. So use the muscles in your thighs and your upper legs. Be in nature. Sagittarius loves the open spaces. Be grateful for the abundance around you and be aware of what is triggering you emotionally. Your reactions can be intensified more than usual during this lunar eclipse. So be very aware of that. As I said in my 
initial description of Sagittarius, it can be pretty brutal mm. in, in its comments. So mm. it, just take care of yourself. Yes. Mm. That's really good, Carrie. Thank you so much. It's been so enjoyable. Oh, it's been wonderful, yes. isn't it? And you know what? We've got, <laughs> we've got a little bit of time to chat about our two little um, podcast projects that we're actually doing at the moment. A couple of podcasts ago, we, we talked about what you might be able to do during this during the lockdown. Well, of course, in Australia now, we've there's a, been some lifting of those restrictions. Um, however, prior to that, we talked about making money. So as you know, most of my um, expertise as well is around bookkeeping and accounting. And I really wanted to help you out. So one of them was we talked about having an e-book. You create an e-book. And Kerry just so happens to be working on a product that she might be able to announce in a couple of months' time about ebooks mm-hmm. and how you could monetize them. Mm. But there is a free ebook template on the Moon in You website. So it's in themooninyou.com.au. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the is moon... it because I'm here? You're too excited to I'm see so me. Excited. Is that what it is? Themooninyou.com. <laughs> Go on there, download it. It's from Canva, but we've actually made it all ready for you. You just have to have a free Canva account and start typing away and putting your ideas in there. The second thing that we were going to we have done for you is the financial review, mm. a budget. And this is for those people who've been following all our podcasts. This is your next bit of information. <laughs> Part three. Financial update. The three piles of your receipts should now be broken down into small sections. Take the first pile, things you needed to buy. So that's what you've put in your pile. So pick each docket up or if you've written it in a journal, think about that item now and ask yourself the same questions. This is what you need to do for the first pile. Did I really need to buy this? Why did I buy this? Have I used it since I purchased it? Did these items slash item nourish me, add value to my life or to others? Would I buy it again? Should it go on my budget to buy next month? They're the questions. I'll put them in the show notes for you as well. You need to do that for all three piles. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what the three piles are, go back and listen to the previous podcast. And in a couple of months' time, there's going to be something special coming out. Mm. Um, It's very exciting, isn't it? It's exciting, yes. Just putting it together. Yeah, a a nice little course. Mm. Okay. All right, my friends, thank you so much. Moon lovers, we love that you are here. Um, We love that we could have all this energy um, to give to you as well because – we're like your mummers. Yeah. <laughs> We're like your, you're like our daughters, as Kerry has mentioned many times. We don't have daughters of our own. And so, unfortunately, it's, it's you who are copying it all. Yeah. <laughs> Any last words, Kerry? No, just take care of yourself. Take on the moon's energy. It's the nurturer. And it may require you to call on your internal mother. And you be your own mother. And, and really do take time for yourself because some people don't go through things like this as well as others. So. Yeah, that's beautiful, Kelly. Yeah. I love you. Oh, I love you too, Suze. I love you, moon lovers. <laughs> take care. We'll see you in a uh, fortnight's time. Okie doke. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.